Hello everyone and welcome to Next Generation Saints. I'm your host, Nick Coons. So, my first part of this whole entire thing I'm going to talk about today is called, Why Bother? Why Bother? I have tried reaching out to people on this podcast. I've tried talking to people about this podcast, about doing Christian apologetics. I've tried reaching out to the Christian church. I've tried doing so many different things about apologetics. I really have done research. I've tried to create a Facebook and Instagram profile for everyone. I've tried to answer different questions. I talk about multiple things I think is important. I even ask you guys to go ahead and tell me <clears throat> basically what is what, what do you want to talk about. And all I get is silence. From the church included. And this is what's annoying me. Silence. We're all Christians. At least we're all supposed to be. We're all talking about how we want our children educated. I talked about the Don't Say Gay Bill and about how people are... And it's a really indication sign of how badly our world is going. That now we can't teach our children about Christian fundamental belief systems. That basically, in essence, the government is going to take away your children. And I see many people who fall away from the faith and believing of, uh, in their belief of Jesus. I tell churches that we need to go ahead and preach less about and let's do apologetics, but no one cares. To the church, I address you in this. You guys don't care about apologetics. You don't. You have no 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 basis in which you want to teach it. All you do as a church is want to do like the great Billy Graham, the evangelist. And all you'll do is create like high school parties. Let's go listen to the worship band, which is more like a concert than anything else. <coughs> Excuse me. And then you run for a sermon. And it's like evangelize, evangelize, evangelize. But no one ever teaches why we believe what we believe in. I've talked to Christians many times over. I've said, you know, why do you believe in Jesus? Well, because he's the Savior. I said, okay. How do you know he's the Savior? Well, that's what the Bible says. Well, how do you know the Bible's reliable? Well, I believe in the Bible. And that, it's like a circular ar argument. And I try to bring apologetics into the church. I've said, let's try doing this. Let's do a podcast. Let's do these different things. And you don't listen. You don't. You don't care to. It's also, and, and, and here's the other thing that boils my blood right now that's going on with the church. I've applied to work at churches. I have. But the church has an idolatrous type of love for a thing called a bachelor's degree. You need to go to seminary. Now, don't get me wrong. Seminary is a good thing. But when we become overzealous in our love for, we need to make sure that we only have people with bachelor's degrees and 15 years of experience. Excuse me. I read the Bible and it's chock full of people who didn't have a degree to their name. It just, it just, it, it annoys me to no end. You church want to have stand. You want to go to a concert. You don't teach apologetics. I have reached out multiple times to do this and nobody wants to answer. You can't even make a profit off of this. Like, I know I'm not a person that says like I'm all I'm not a Joel Olstein who's like I'm only in there for the money and I'm gonna preach any particular way I want. I'm gonna give you I'm gonna give you the gospel message. 
And sure, it'd be nice to do this full time and be able to make a certain amount of money where I can pay for the mortgage, where I record this because I record this at my house. I can pay for my bills. I have a little extra money left over to get stuff if I need it. And I can take care of my family. But now it's like the church just given up on it. I have never seen really a church that does apologetics. Like Dr. Frank Turk. He just runs around and go, oh, we have we have people who we call to come in and speak about the Bible and speak in apologetics and have these questions answered. I'm like, yeah, do you have a continuous ministry to do it? Well, well, no, we don't have a ministry for that. We uh, we do evangelism. We do, you know, oh, my goodness, just different types of ministries. Like we feed the homeless. We we clothe the naked. We, we evangelize. I'm like, uh-huh, those are all good. What about apologetics? Oh, no. But here's the biggest thing I come across in churches. It's because you're going to debate. Oh, my gosh. We don't want to debate anybody. That's what you come across so much in church. We don't want to debate. Love. Just love people. I've come across leftist Christians of my own family. I call them leftist Christians. Uh, it's actually a title I got from John Cooper from Skillet. He actually called it John Cooper stuff. And no, I'm not sponsored to talk about him. I'm just saying I listened to his podcast. He was talking about how leftist Christians have really ended up in the church. And now it's like, oh, no, no, no. Don't don't make an argument. Don't 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 be any anything like that. Just, just be love. Just love and show compassion. That's it. No, we should be able to argue certain points. But it's like the church is like if we're arguing. Oh, go no, 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 no. That's not showing love. Okay, let me, let me bring something up here that kind of popped up in my mind. Jesus has used marriage to show us how God is, right? In every marriage, there's an argument or a fight, right? There's going to be disagreements. True. But we need to have those conversations. What I find is the more we spend not talking about the issue at hand in the church... Or in our relationships. I should say relationships. The more we don't talk about the issues at hand. The more they're going to just cause more turmoil. They're going to rip us apart. So. I'm just kind of like. Why don't we do this? Why don't we do apologetics? Besides. Well it could cause some people to be frustrated. Yeah. Well we're more frustrated by not talking about it. So that with the church. Now to the rest of y'all. I make a podcast here. I talk about Christian apologetics. I talk about my political, theological worldviews. It's true. And I'm guessing none of you care. I'm guessing I can preach here about Jesus Christ to you all day long. And you don't even care. I look on... Anchor.fm, that's where I actually send off my stuff to have it looked at, right? To make sure everything's going according to plan. And Anchor goes and tells me if people are listening. Kind of like YouTube. <coughs> Only YouTube, excuse me. It gives more information. It shows you, just like my channel on, on Next Generation Saints on YouTube, my average duration is four seconds. Average duration, guys. So what I'm looking at is, you don't care. I'll preach about Jesus Christ. I'll preach about forgiveness and salvation. 
But ultimately, y'all don't care. Y'all just want to live your lives and do your own thing. And so I look and go, honestly, if you guys don't accept the message, that's fine. But that sends you straight to hell. Oh, I use the H word. Scary. Well, I have to come to the conclusion many of you want to end up in hell. Many of you do. You see, it's, it's interesting when people say, why does God send people to hell? And I've always said, God never sends anybody to hell. And that's true. He doesn't send anybody to hell. You choose that of your own destination. You choose not to listen. You choose to ignore. You choose to live your life your own way. You choose to spend four seconds to move on to a cat video or whatever the heck's going on that you want to watch. And you don't want to hear about it. Fine. Don't be surprised when you open up in hell. You asked for it. You deserve that. I know I'm a harsh son of a gun, but that's the truth. Why even bother? That's, I guess, a big question that needs to be asked by theologians. Why even bother? Why bother sit on this thing and make a podcast? Why bother preaching the Word of God? Why bother talking about social issues? Why bother wasting our time day in and day out to find something to talk to you about and try to reach out to you and say something? Why even bother trying to save you? What's the freaking point? The honest to God answer is when I boil it down, there's not much of a reason. You guys are all finite. You guys all choose to go your own way. And you all basically decide to follow the same thing that the Bible always teaches. You guys will end up choosing to go to hell in a handbasket. Not my choice. So it all boils again down to, what's the point? Now, a lot, a lot of people say, well, you're doing it for the Lord. Yeah, but you also need to have some job satisfaction. I'm not going to sit here and sugarcoat it and pretend like, oh, I just get so much pleasure out of this no matter what I do. No, not all the time. There are times I'm sitting depressed and going, why are you guys just not paying attention? Why are you not listening? What did I do wrong? What do I need to do better? But y'all decide to remain silent as the grave. So I'm guessing you guys just don't care. You don't care. Am I wasting my breath here? Am I preaching? I, I work in a warehouse where we, we supply um, food to all fries um, grocery stores. I have to pick up fruits and vegetables, produce that falls on the ground or has been crushed or something dirty. And I talk about God in front of them. You know what's crazy? I get more response from the fruits and vegetables than I do y'all. And that's the simple truth. I think a lot of theologians run into this major problem. That we are preaching to a wall and we get more of an audience from a wall than from anyone else. It's like, oh, it doesn't matter about the audience. It matters you're preaching the word. Yes. But it also, you're like going, what's the point? You're just standing on the street corner screaming out the word and everyone ignores you. And then everyone's going to be shocked at the end of the day. Why am I in hell? What happened here? How come I'm in fire? What's going on? Oh, God, why didn't you tell me? We did. We all did. On this podcast, you're hearing it. We did. You've chosen to ignore it. You've chosen that your life is too busy to listen. That you have too much to do. You don't understand, Nick. I have so much to do. I'm so busy. Yeah, I'm busy, too. I just got a puppy, and trust me, he's a handful. I have a marriage, I have a puppy, I have a house, I have a job. I get you, I'm busy. No, I don't have a kid yet. But I get you, I'm busy. I still make time to do these things. 
I see David Wood from Act 17 Apologetics. He's out there. He has two sons that have extreme medical conditions that need constant monitoring. They have to hire a nanny to help out. Plus, he has two, I think he has four kids altogether, I think. And the other two are normal kids. And he still makes time to do it. So again, what's your excuse? I just think you guys don't care. Plain and simple. And I got to come to the conclusion, many of you guys will just choose to go to hell. Why? Because it's far more comfortable not to deal with this. It's more comfortable not to get involved. I have a nice, comfortable life. Cool. But what's to say you won't, you won't die tomorrow? What's to say they won't get hit by a car or struck by something or something bad happens in life? You're hearing it in the mortician area. Do you think anyone's, apart from someone old, decrepit and not 90 years old on their deathbeds ready to die? Do you think anyone young of your age, someone of your age is ready to die? Do you really think that? Do you think anyone plans for it to happen? Nobody plans for death to happen like that, and especially at your age. Whatever your age may be listening to this podcast. You may say, I'm so busy, I'm so busy, make time. But what am I doing? Telling you to make time. Out one, In one ear, out the other, ain't it? Isn't that how this is? You don't care to listen. You don't care to know that Jesus loves you. That he lived, that he was born of a Virgin Mary. That he lived a sinless life. That he died on the cross for you. And through his death and resurrection and believing in him, you have eternal life. I don't think you care that much. I think, honestly, you go to church every Sunday, if you even go to church on Sunday. And then you say things. You go in there. You sing the songs that are on the screen with the band. You sit down. They go through announcements. You hear the sermon. You go out to get a donut if you're going to get one. Then you go home and don't give a darn what else happens. I'm guessing your Bible at home sits there and doesn't gain anything. It's been collecting dust since you first bought it or got it from a, a church. Saying, oh, I'll get, I'll read it. I work at a place for some, where one of the guys I work with, he actually will talk about it and he'll have questions about the Bible. He'll argue with me. I remember one time I asked him, hey, dude, when was the last time you read the Bible? He hasn't even read the gospel. Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, the gospel message. And I'm guessing you guys do the same. I can tell you that you can contact this podcast at nextgenerationsaints at gmail.com. You can go onto YouTube, subscribe, like, comment, leave me something listen, look at. Talk about something. But I'm guessing you're not interested in that. So I guess the ultimate thing is like what Jay talked about it in one of the sermons. You just got to accept some people just want to go to hell. And they don't care about the message. Are you one of them? Are you one of those people who don't give a darn either way? Are you guys one of those people that just listens half-ass and then just decides to, well, whatever. <laughs> Are you one of those people that say my life is way too freaking busy to have any time for anything? I guess. It makes me question a lot of things makes me reconsider a lot of things food for thought so until next time we meet again may god richly bless y'all my dearly beloved